Welcome to the SBCA Podcast Component Connection. Looking at how businesses around the country are innovating to take advantage of opportunities in the construction supply chain. Now, here's your host, Sean Shields. Welcome, everyone. On today's podcast brought to you by the Structural Building Components Association, which is celebrating its 40th anniversary this year, we are going to continue our discussion with Kendall Hoyd, owner of the Sharpen Group. And we're going to talk about how to successfully manage company growth. Kendall, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, Sean. Glad to be back. Happy to see you again. Excellent. Well, I wanted to cover this topic with you because, in truth, you did an education session on this at BCMC last September in Columbus, and you got really good, great reviews, but only like 100 people got to hear you share some of these really powerful concepts. And I want to make sure a broader audience is able to hear some of this wisdom. So why don't we start by talking about why growth is challenging, particularly for the small businesses that predominate our particular industry? Yeah, so this is a situation, a story that the journey of my career has exposed me to any number of times, more than most, I would say. And what I have repeatedly uncovered is that the, the scrappiness and the tenacity and the resourcefulness and the willingness to just do whatever needs to be done to get the job done that makes small companies succeed early on and allows them to reach, you know, a... Um, a trajectory where they can start to grow in the end can oftentimes become a liability in terms of enabling future growth. And so what we see is that, you know, small businesses, because of that required scrappiness and resourcefulness, they're necessarily unstructured, but as they grow, the roles inside the organization start to become more specialized. The knowledge that the new people have about the company, its customers, how it wants to work, how the owner wants things to happen is without fail. They're less indoctrinated in all those things uh, as the people who were there when the, when the business started. And so because of that, um, it gets really, as you add layers and elements of your organization to a small company and it becomes a, you know, a bigger small company and eventually maybe even a mid-sized company at that journey, each uh, step of it adds probably an exponential layer of complexity in terms of being able to maintain the culture and the commitment and the alignment that you need in order for a $100 million company to be as efficient and yielding good results as a $10 million company or $1 million. So you use the word alignment. Let's, let's talk about that for a second. Why is it so easy for owners and managers to become misaligned in their vision for a company? And and I'm curious, you talk about this a little bit in your education session. What can they do to help ensure they avoid that misalignment? Yeah, I think that this is something that I've personally encountered, you know, as the leader of a couple of different organizations at a couple of different sizes. And I think it's surprisingly hard to keep any group of people as aligned as you think they are going to be. And I think that, you know, it's because... There are a lot of different ways to be a human being and every human being has a slightly different interpretation of concepts and ideas and perceptions and, um, you know, and, uh, their own views. And so because of that, the same words and the same, um, 
ideas and principles and concepts, they don't always mean exactly the same thing to everybody. And so if you assume that by putting something in front of somebody or training them on something, you know, one time or, or giving them some exposure to either how you want them to work or what procedures you want them to follow, if you, if you assume that that will be uptaken by them in the way that you intended it, um, you're probably going to be disappointed because it's going to take repetition and it's going to take uh, feedback, you know, about what is and isn't right about their perceptions of what you gave them. So alignment is, is critical to, you know, to a business being able to move fast and to be able to serve its customers in a way that the owners and the management want them to. But it's also incredibly difficult to maintain because people bring their own perceptions and biases to what they hear and see. You know, Kendall, one of the things that you brought up in your education session, I remember that that stuck with me is is the idea of like the larger the organization gets, the fewer words the leader needs to use in order to convey a concept. Right? That's almost right. I, what I really what I was <laughs> trying to get across was the more narrow and focused the the leader's vocabulary has to be because they're only going to become in contact with direct contact with a certain number of the people in the organization and they only get a certain amount of time to get their message in front of them and so your communication strategy has to become tighter and more focused so that it stays incredibly consistent because if you are trying to deploy your message and create alignment across an organization of 100 or 200 or 500 people, it doesn't take very much of a misstep in terms of misstating or even stating something that, you know, that's important to you or to the company in a slightly different way to cause it to be misinterpreted. So in order to avoid that misinterpretation and in order to drive home with the amount of repetition that you need, you have to stay very focused and you have to keep your message very tight and, uh, and you're going to say a lot of the same things over and over again. You also advocate going through the process of creating a written strategic plan. I know this is something that SBCA is currently going through. Why do you believe that's so important for a company that's growing? Because of people's propensity to interpret <laughs> what they hear in their own personal way. Uh, one way to reduce the likelihood of that and to reduce its effects is to not just have them hear what you want to do in terms of what your strategy is and how you want to win but to have them be able to see it. And for them to be able to see it, you have to put it in writing. And that does another really powerful thing, which is it puts management on record as having articulated how they want to win, where they want to win, and how they want to, you know, the company to operate and compete. The underpinnings for those strategic goals, the business objectives that support them are, and how we're going to work together, and what are, what's critical to our organization in order to be able to succeed in pursuit of these goals. Whenever all that stuff is in writing, it's, it is exponentially more powerful to the organization. So beyond the strategic plan, which is, I think, part of your overall vision for what companies need to be doing when they're growing, you talk about the four foundational elements that all growing businesses need to tend to. Strategy, which strategic plan is part of that, organization, process, and technology. Can you briefly describe what each of those are and why they need to be tended to? Sure. Um, let's. We'll start with just a brief definition of each of those four, what I call foundational pillars, you know, of a, of a successful growth plan. So strategy is, I just define that as a company's shared ambition and plan to win. The organization I describe as the way a company delegates authority and responsibility in support of that plan. And the process is how the company maintains and improves its performance as it grows. 
and the technology is something that I think, you know, not too long ago would not necessarily have been considered on the same level as those first three in terms of how it impacts the organization. But the, uh, the world that we live in now, you really truly cannot separate your strategy, your organization plan, or your processes from the technology that you're going to use and bring to bear in your business. So technology is, uh, it's not just an overhead function, you know, at a company, not even at, as something as prosaic as a trust manufacturing uh, operation. If your strategy and your processes and your organization aren't designed around making the best use of technology, you probably won't be good enough because other people will be doing it more efficiently than you. Hmm. And so, you know, one of the reasons I, I, I built a graphic around these four pillars where they're all contiguous to each other in a circle. Each one of them is going to be limited and possibly even close to useless without all four of them being brought to bear in some meaningful way. So Kendall, the strategic plan, talking about strategy, uh, can you give me an example of sort of what a company that's growing needs to tend to when it comes to just say organization? Yeah, I think that one of the things that small companies struggle with as they start to grow and start to, you know, add um, layers and complexity is the delegation of authority. And so this becomes tricky because small companies are, they're like, uh, you know, they're tight knit groups of people that know each other very well. They're a small band, if you will. They're, they're a small musical group that are used to playing together and they improvise together really well and they make great music. But then as the company starts to grow, it becomes more like an orchestra and it needs sheet music. The, the real challenge is to delegate authority through the right organization structure and the right organization design in a way that gives people responsibility, gives areas of the organization where they're clearly responsible, but also continues to encourage them and in some ways force them to work together in a seamless way. And so the trick in a lot of times as organizations start to grow is the delegation of authority gets hard because the owner or the leader of the, org or the, you know, the organization when it was small, making almost all the decisions and the ones they aren't making are being made by people who work very, very closely with them. And as that starts to change and you can't grow if you can't delegate that authority in a thoughtful, effective way. And uh, so that's the real challenge of organization design for companies that are growing is to get that, you know, you're probably never going to replicate the original decision-making quality of the, you know, of the owner or the small leadership team of a small company, but you have to maintain as much of it as you can as you scale. And the way you do that is through good organization design. So Kendall, if a company really wants to grow over the next few years, you know, they're, they're looking at the landscape and saying, yeah, there's, there's a lot of opportunity there. Where would you recommend they start within those four elements? There has to be a starting point. And although, you know, to, to some degree, as I said before, they really kind of all four have to work, be worked on together, but you got to start with a strategy. You got to start with a written description of your ambitions, of your ambitions and your plans and your tactics for winning. And once that's all in writing, then that, then everything else kind of flows from there. It will, it will give you a um, great head start on what kind of organization it's going to take to support that strategy and then how you're going to use your processes and your technology um, to bring it to bear. Excellent. Kendall, thank you so much for being on the podcast. 
Thanks for having me, Sean. Great to talk to you again. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please give this podcast a favorable rating and share it with others. Also, consider subscribing to SBCA's Component Connection podcast on whatever platform you use most. That way, you'll immediately know when we publish our next podcast. This has been a Component Connection podcast brought to you by SBCA. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.